Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What is going on, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. And with me today, my fellow Mavs fan for life, my favorite brewery connoisseur, the road warrior, Ruben at Reddit Mavs, who just came all the way from Colorado. He's in Texas now. How are you, Ruben? I am very tired. <laughs> yeah, how was that the drive? drive? I mean, that drive was... Again, like it's three hours from Colorado Springs to the Panhandle, and then from the Panhandle, it's another like seven hours, which it doesn't. Like, this state should not be this big. It's. Well, I think every United States map is just incorrect. I think Texas is just not big enough proportionately because it's like you can drive. I think ten hours from the center of Texas and not get out of Texas in like three different cardinal directions. It's <laughs> it's insane. It's so bad. But I mean, I'm happy I'm back. Uh, the drive wasn't that bad. You know, I just listened to music the entire way. Uh, no podcast because uh, my fiance doesn't really like podcasts. So <laughs> we're, we're so thankful that you put the time into this then. Uh, and uh, uh, lurking in the shadows, we have our resident Lil Dicky impersonator and lover of all things NASCAR. We got Grant. How you doing, bud? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You can find Grant at Edmund the Slayer. All right, guys, let's talk about uh, – we got a, actually some NBA news that actually is remotely consequential. Uh, I say remotely because it does involve the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks have a new head coach. They got Mr. Mr. Thibodeau, and uh, he is – I'm looking forward to what – forms of corporal punishment he is going to implement uh, in order to get them to run suicides. Or uh, I think, you know, it's going to be great because the Knicks are not going to need their 15 man roster. He's just going to use four of them. Um, (laughs) And they're all going to be somehow more than 42 minutes a game. (laughs) It's going to be dude. I'm just like, they gave him a, they gave him a five-year contract, which like to me just seems super excessive. Like, I don't know the last time like they've had a coach that has actually like, you know, finished out their contract, you know, so or demanded any sort of respect. Like, yeah, I, like, I think, like... I think you know, with the Knicks, there's obviously there's so much wrong from just the top down. Hey, Nolan, sell the team. Um, sorry, Dolan. I don't even remember his name. That's how much I just don't care about the Knicks. Um, it would be funnier if it was Nolan because then it would be like alliteration, the New York Nolan Knicks. Yeah. Um, but I just – I'd actually like this pick a whole bunch just because like I think with as young of a core as they have, like someone busting heads and being a, being a hard ass. I mean, I don't know, but that didn't really work with Chicago. I mean, Chicago has a bunch of young guys that are just mad they're doing suicides now. So, Grant, what's your thoughts on Thibodeau? I actually really like it. I think he's I think he's going to be able to really th- these players like RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith Jr., they need someone to like light a fire under them, get them competitive and sure. uh, I'm a huge Mitch Robinson fan. That dude's definitely going to be a dark horse for defensive player of the year now. Cuz Totally. Thibodeau, I mean, coached uh, Noah to defensive player of the year. He coached MVP Derrick Rose. Right. Uh there was another one that he coached that was very significant but i mean jimmy the players butler. the players that play for him like him yeah jimmy butler too but uh, oh yeah jimmy butler was like a 21st pick and obviously he has the work ethic of like a maniac but thibodeau <laughs> still helped him get those minutes and helped him get there totally. and i mean players always go back to thibodeau so there's no i don't, I don't really understand some of the uh the thibodeau hate but 
It is what it is. Is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just like, yeah. all I know is it's got the, the Cajun. Tibbs. Oh, yeah, Tibbs. We'll just call it Tibbs. Hey, guys, this is Ruben again. Um, you know, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betaline.ag. You know, it's great because the sports world is slowing to come back, right? Especially with the NBA. Um, and that's great for us because we are an NBA podcast and more specifically a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Um, but that's not all, though. Like at betonline.ag, they have UFC, they have boxing, they have NASCAR, which I know Grant is super excited about. And they have international soccer, meaning Bundesliga and EPL happening um, as of right now. And BetOnline has the best odds and lines for these upcoming games and matches. And if you need more, BetOnline, they do simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games and matches uh, happening live every day. Um, and that's mostly for like devout, devout gamblers who, you know, that's something they can check out. Um, and it's cool because BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and they have the best props in the business. So you can visit betonline.ag on your computer, on your tablet, or on your phone, especially while you're listening to this podcast. And if you join now, you can receive a welcome bonus. Um, so remember, betonline.ag, your online wagering expert. All right, cool. Well, back to uh, more consequential basketball. Uh, the Mavericks had a scrimmage. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to see NBA players play a game. <laughs> we saw actual NBA footage. This week. Oh, my God. That wasn't recorded on a phone. <laughs> Just inject it directly into my eyeballs. I was so – I don't care. I could have I could have watched a live practice, which is kind of what this was, but it did yeah. have a little bit more competitive fire. Um, so – First thing I want to ask you, Ruben, how do you feel about the bubble setup now that we've watched like an actual game through it? Like as far as the no crowd and like how they have it set up camera wise. So I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot, actually. Um, you know, this is again, unprecedented, you know, we've been using these terms like all summer, basically um, unprecedented, like how's this going to work and all that stuff. And, and, you know, um, besides, them besides the league actually like going in and making sure hey people are being safe for the most part there's some other news going on right now about that that's not really important for us but um you know uh besides that just kind of seeing the layout and everything i think it's really cool like i know a lot of it's for optics like sure how they have you know the guys like you know six feet apart in their chairs or whatever but they're still touching bodies you know when they're well Tell you what, I think at first I was right there with you where I was just like, okay, they're six feet apart, but they're like, that goes yeah. away. But I think it's actually a really smart move on the NBA's front because it almost simulates a crowd, like by having your bench spread out that way. And when you just see like the guys like fist pumping and standing up out of their chairs, like it kind of gives a I mean, it's not, it doesn't replace a crowd, but yeah. it does give kind of that illusion, um, uh, you know, and then like, it's really interesting seeing like the players, which is, I mean, shout out to the NBA. They've clearly figured this out to have zero COVID cases in the bubble, despite what Florida is going through right now. Yeah. I mean, and they're testing every day. Like they, they are just doing it correctly. So I have no worry about player safety at this point. Like I'm, I'm fully on board. Yeah. Uh, and, but you're, you're right. Like that six foot thing at first, it sounded like a gimmicky, like, we're trying to look like we're yeah. doing every precaution possible, but really it's like a really kind of cool optic to it rather than yeah. just guys crammed together on the bench. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. What was I going to say? Crap, my brain just farted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, Explains you know, the like, smell. I love, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I love the, uh, just the way that the, um, they're kind of doing like stuff with the screens and the crowds and stuff like that. Like totally have like zoom. I'm trying to get in on that, dude. I'm, I'm trying to see if Mark Cuban will let me uh, do some shit through there. No, no one knows my face really. It's true. So, well, you, you'll have to, you'll have to get some sort of like Reddit maps mascot. Uh, right. So just face. like a plush and just put it like right there. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And, like, scream from it. You'll, <laughs> be, you'll be like gorillas. You'll just be the cartoon the whole time. Yes. Even when you make well, live this... appearances. Yeah. I'm good with that. 
yeah, you remain the mystique or you just go like super weird and just like now you only show up in face paint so people can't really tell and, you know, bring a voice changer. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, I like, you know, I like, I like what we saw. Um, you know, again, like the guy, like the main guys are only played, only really played about 15 minutes. Sure. So, you know, it wasn't a lot of time, but it also was a short, you remember they were shortened uh, quarters. So it was a totally. 10 minute quarters, which actually I think I prefer, honestly. Um <laughs> I know Grant shaking his head. And I've watched, I think ever since I watched FIBA, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, like they're done totally. after, they're done pretty quickly. It's almost like a soccer match, you know, where they're just like, sure, you know, they're going through the time limit and they're done. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm all for this for scrimmages too. Um, I will say that everyone looks like they lost a step. Like this does, yeah, like yeah. as much as I was happy to see NBA players doing NBA things, there were little glimpses of it. Like just seeing a professional hit a three pointer just looks different than seeing, you know, a G League or uh, Grant hitting a three or, or I mean, watching Grant hit a three, I mean, like, dude, he's got that corner three down. He's an, he's an analytics guy. You know, <laughs> it's, the most, it's the closest three that you can hit. Um, <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth. Um, so, anyways. No, he's got, he's, he's got a sick outside shot, but uh, yeah. he's not, you're not an analytics guy. Anyways, what I'm getting at is uh, just, it didn't seem like even LeBron's explosiveness, it either they're just reserving it and they're just kind of ramping up, yeah. or it's like you're, you are seeing what happens when guys have to take virtually, you know, four months off and yeah. not really play in meaningful NBA action or practice for... Or practice, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's a big thing, you know, because... Totally. Because I think I saw on Reddit a couple of days ago. This is the longest, longer than a usual um, off season, and totally. I was like, okay, that's true. But also, like, like LeBron may have like all this access to like crazy, crazy, like you know, sure, crazy dieting stuff and crazy, just like you know, keeping his body right stuff. But totally, a guy well, who's like on a you know on a minimum contract isn't going to have the same thing. So absolutely, that's more where I was seeing it was less. Yeah. It wasn't like I mean, not to knock LeBron, like he like he still looked like LeBron amazing yeah. and like and a lot of the players still looked like it wasn't so much it, I felt like just the entire game seemed slower like it, it just wasn't yeah. the same speed as an NBA game but I mean it's also partial it, like it felt like a preseason game which is again yeah. something that I am just elated to watch um I've I, I watched the game late due to some work stuff but man it was great to just watch Mavericks basketball uh another thing that was great to watch was just Seth Curry was on fucking fire just liquid from outside absolutely insane i it was just that guy in just different kinds of shots it wasn't just catch and shoot stuff he was creating yeah, for himself dribbled, yeah he was a little bit yeah trying to yeah, make that space and dude he was killing it uh, <laughs> you well, know like i again like i wrote that art- i wrote the article the recap for that uh on thursday or whatever and it's a great recap wrote, by the way i mean i wrote it super quick and i was like crap okay crap because i was Again, like I'm on vacation with family. Like my fiance is like, "Are you done yet? Are you done yet?" Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay." Like we are dedicated but, uh, Mavs fans. Mavs. Fans. I know. Like I know. She, which why she was very, she was very appreciative of you. Uh, you know, uh, editing last week's. So, oh, of course. so we don't have to worry about it. But uh, of course, she. Uh, you know, uh, so I was watching that game and I was like, I completely blanked. I was like, "Crap!" I totally forgot to mention Seth Curry. <laughs> like in the like as as because he deserved his own part of the article because he man he went like was it like just flamethrower mode i know squish will sometimes post that uh gif of charmander from pokemon with the flamethrower it's exactly what he was that day um that's what i think of anytime i think of seth curry yeah just a that's, flamethrower, that's strictly squish's fault yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is man he's really good at those me he's really good at those bits <laughs> totally. know, um, yeah shout out to dick Nowitzki, the best yeah. parody account on on the nba right now well aside exactly. from maybe donnie nelson burner account but you know <laughs> it's up there disagree squish <laughs> squish is definitely the king <laughs> but yeah man i mean like he killed it i mean Kristoff's looked good from from the get-go luca looked good from the get-go mm. bobon is the other guy holy I hell about. yeah dude Bobon had a double double Boba had a double double and he sunned Dwight Howard. It <laughs> <laughs> was just cathartic, dude. Like just seeing him like do like quick little dream shake that I think um Ooh, it was Isaac so Alpit. Nice. Isaac Alpit uh captured and made sure to like share with me so I could retweet it because I saw it and I was like 
I don't want to rewind it because I hate rewinding stuff and like sure. really like live games. I was like, I don't want to rewind this. I hope someone captures it for me. And he did. And I was like, yes. Like he literally, he made Dwight look like a fool. Dwight Howard. Which is Dwight pretty Powell, easy to do nowadays. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I mean, he doesn't believe in science or logic. Yeah. But you know what? His hair does look like a purple firework whenever he jumps up in the air. So who am I to, you know, we should be taking him seriously. You know, uh, who who knew that a guy that walks straight out of high school into professional ball has some questionable scientific theories. Yeah. Grant, what what did you think of uh, the scrimmage? Do you have any uh, insights on what happened this past uh, Thursday? Is that when it happened? I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Either way, I mean – I'm more excited to see uh, – I mean, it was good seeing them play. I loved it. Um, I hated that Kristaps basically fouled out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, sure, um, yeah. We do have to mention that. I do uh, – I'm really interested to see now um, Trey Burke and MKG are, are back with the team. Or That's right. Back with the team. So they should hopefully be playing today. So it'll be so, – So I should call the cops and tell them to, to call off the search party. We found MKG. Yeah, we yeah. Found we found Trey him. Burke. Okay, we cool. found him. MKG we've been doing this all week, guys. We've been looking yeah. for him all week. Yeah, so, MKG we'll, was we'll, with we'll, Holger uh, yeah. the whole time, working on that, working on that three. Oh, good. He's gonna he's gonna bring it up to nineteen percent and improve it by four points. Um. <laughs> it's actually twenty six percent last time is I it checked, tw- which which is on par with a certain other power forward on our team. But I'm not gonna go that <laughs> route. <laughs> I heard he was like one for nine in the regular season. Something silly. Like, I think he's made one shot as one field goal as a Maverick. But I mean, he's only played like what, like twenty. He's barely played. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not played a whole lot. But man, I did see the the practice jump shot, and I'm just like, I can't tell if it's better, worse. It's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I, it's kind of like whatever. Like someone gets injured, and you can't be like, okay, was that a good injury? Was it a clean? I mean, like it, they're still hurt. It's, like it's <laughs> like just it's like living. Like such a weird. I hate like those weird hitches, dude. Like it's just like I tell you what though. I kind of I miss weird jump shots because like it doesn't really happen anymore because like now every kid that's in the NBA now every kid I mean I'm 30 now I guess everyone that's younger than 29 to me is just like a child (laughs) now Um, so like every player in the NBA you know they've gone through so many hoop camps and gone to so many clinics and like I mean there's not a professional player unless they're like coming from like I mean maybe Nigeria or something when they're or or Europe even but like they have so there's so much professional know-how of like just proper technique like it's weird like I miss guys like you know like Sean Marion or Anton Jameson that have like this these weird jump shots but they just keep going in like Sean Marion's was the weirdest one he just shot from the hip and like how he made a three-pointer on that I don't know because it seems like something I could block and I'm at a staggering five foot seven, guys. I mean, like I, I'm, I'm, I could block some six foot eight jump shots normally, but like, <laughs> anyways. So, um, excited to see Trey Burke. Excited to see MKG. Um, good call, Grant. Uh, Burke is now wearing number thirty two. Did someone take twenty three from him? Uh, Josh, Josh Reeves. Reeves. Josh Reeves. Okay, got it. Cool. Well, I'm glad to see that. Who also know. played in the scrimmage, and I hope he. Oh, he did. That's in, right. Uh, Hope he gets to play more tonight or today. Did Antonio's Cleveland? Is it- yeah, he did too. He did he play too? Right. They on. both played, yeah. Looked pretty good. Both our G League guys. He had a really crazy dunk. I think he might have missed it, but he had a really crazy dunk. Attempt. Good. <laughs> yeah, attempt. It. Cool. Well, speaking of MKG and Trey Burke and their first action that's happening tonight, we're recording this on Sunday morning um, due to various complications. So we are facing the Indiana Pacers. Um, you know, well, since the Pacers are a race car, uh, Grant, are you looking forward to just the fact that it's <laughs> remotely close to NASCAR? Um, just vaguely. It's more IndyCar. Yeah, IndyCar. Okay. But gotcha. uh, not really into that. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Some of the big news this weekend is uh, Sabonis injured his foot. Uh, oh, that's right. Woj's first tweet back from suspension, actually. Was, was that, that Woj's first tweet? Yep. <laughs> that uh, Sabonis injured his foot and is leaving the bubble to get uh treatment yeah if i was woge uh, i would just drop an f-bomb in the next tweet just like sabonis <laughs> injured his fucking foot <laughs> yes in the fucking bubble god <laughs> but this is why i'm not woge um <laughs> yeah 
Players, um, but who else is um I know all the I'm not yeah. sure about all the depot. All the depot's still up in the air, but uh it's gonna mm-hmm. be fun seeing TJ Warren absolutely murk us on both sides. I mean, it's a tale of two TJs, you know, we got TJ Warren, got TJ Leaf. Everyone's talking about TJ Leaf. Oh yeah. I don't think <laughs> yeah, anyone's mentioned TJ right. Leaf in the entire season. Like, I had <laughs> no, to dude. look I had to make sure before I made that joke, I needed to make sure he was still on the roster. <laughs> I was about to say I haven't heard that even all. Like <laughs> he, he uh i watched their their first game and he rolled out in their second team lineup with with dougie mcbuckets uh, McBuckets and uh, mcconnell how good would mcdermott be on this team right now just i mean like he would just be you know hey sit in the corner hang out but like i don't know i think mcdermott got pigeonholed as just a catch and shoot guy even though that's like his main strength but like he actually drove really well I, I, that's what i remember when he was a maverick like i felt like he could I know this is like a weird take for me to like be a stand for Doug McDermott, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't feel like he's yeah. I, I just don't feel like he was he's been properly utilized as a player. But I don't know. I, I it's just one of those moments where it's like okay, I realize maybe I just don't feel like he's been utilized properly, and maybe it's just because people just see him. They're like, oh, that's Steve Novak or that's uh, Kyle Korver. It's like no, it's like this guy has a different skill set, even though he went to Creighton. Yes. Cool. Uh, he's definitely played his best on Indiana mm-hmm. besides his little spurt when he was with us where he shot over like 60% from three. Right. God. So I would do, I would do anything to get him back. Ask Sean Bush. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of sad that we let him go. Like, yeah. I was hoping, cause especially because he had that, uh, that very cool, um, what was it? Like a college hoops magazine thing where it was just like him with a, it was a reenactment of a Larry Bird's, uh, you know, poster with him with like the cheerleaders and all that stuff. And he did the exact same thing. And I was like, <laughs> I love you, Dougie McBuckets. Like, Dude. please mm-hmm. stay with us. You know, I'm, I'm on with I, the nickname McBuckets. It's true. It's, it's like a, it's like a basketball hamburger. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> Which is now what I will call him going forward. Uh, Doug McRib. Uh, I'm oh, workshopping right. it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, Sabonis so out, tail of two TJs. Uh, is there a matchup you guys are looking forward to? Or, you know, are we just excited to see Mavericks that we haven't seen since we started this whole thing? Um, I'm excited because Portland and Sixers and uh, Lakers, frankly, they're all pretty physical. And uh, while I think we might have been playing a little too hard the other day, some of our guys might have been going, like, you know, a hundred percent, which is cool, but I don't know if it's necessary. Right. Uh, those, both those teams are definitely big and physical uh, teams that we're probably not going to see, definitely not going to see in those first eight games. Right. So it's good to like practice against them. And then when we play like Houston or like Phoenix, it'll yeah. be a lot easier for us to transition. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm not really, I don't really have any matchups I'm really excited for. I'm more excited to see the guys keep playing, kind of see how they do. Um I, I, uh, not gonna lie, guys. I was, you know, I did have a few beers when I was watching the game last time. So, wait, you know, what? My, wait, I know. no, no, you drank during, wait, a host of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast no. was drinking beer and watching basketball on my Harrison. day where I was supposed, on my day where I was supposed to write, but, <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, you know, I'm actually probably gonna be taking a little bit more like an actual look at the game today. Uh, if sure. I've, you know, I'm gonna, I'm trying to recover from this past week, so my body's right. like, no more anything, please. <laughs> like, so, you know. so, please, we just need nutrients. Quit just feeding us beer <laughs> no. and weed. And my body's like, please stop. <laughs> I was like, okay, like she's like, I show you my body. She's like, no, dude. Like, gosh, I'm doing all. You're not fucking 23 anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just more excited to kind of see like what these guys do. I want to see if. Uh, I want to see if Curry will ever miss again. Uh, sure. I want to see if uh, Chris Ops can like, maybe not get five fouls in a game. Uh, well, I don't most... know. Aside from Miles Turner, who's the other front court depth that they have as Sabonis is out? Yeah, Sabonis like, is out. So. I would imagine this would be fairly small ball Indiana, so I can't imagine Chris Ops is going to have too much trouble. Unless, yeah. I guess, oh, who do they have? They've got, uh, they got a forward that's overall fairly disappointing but good. I'm looking it up so I don't mess it up. I was about to say, that better not be T.J. Warren slander. It's not T.J. Warren. Uh, no, T.J. Warren's good, bro. <laughs> okay, good. 
<laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's no longer on the team. Um, I was thinking of uh, God. He was number twenty-two. He's already off the team. Doesn't matter. Sorry, guys. That brain fart. <laughs> it's it's gone. Sorry. This is just a brain farty episode. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so confused. It's okay. It's, it's early. It's Sunday. We usually yeah, record on it, Sunday, guys. Exactly. Yeah. The cold brew's not kicking in. It's you know. I apologize. I'll I'll do my research better <laughs> next time. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, your boy TJ Leaf is number twenty-two. Oh, that's right. Well, it's not him. That's not who I'm thinking of. I I'm thinking of a guy. He was on the I, he was on the Pacers for a moment, but then I'm sure he's become more of a journeyman now. Um, and I'm sure I will remember it uh, after ad reads. So uh, we'll we'll figure that sooner or later. But uh, speaking of. Uh, so before we get into talking about our sponsors and everything, uh, it, but speaking of just doing terrible things to our body, uh, Ruben, how was Colorado? How were the breweries? So guys, okay, so guys, so I went to Colorado Springs uh, for what a week. Sure. I uh, took a day trip out to Denver for one day just because wanted something a little different. Because Colorado Springs is cool. Like they have like Garden of the Gods and a couple of like Pikes Peak and stuff like that in that area. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I went hiking a couple of days. Um, Good for you. But the big thing that I want to do is I was check out the breweries because, as we know, as a lot of people do know, um, Colorado is like the biggest, bre- like you know, a craft brewery capital of the world. Um, just has a shit I didn't know that. They have like 360, like wow. in, the, in, the, in a small ass state. <laughs> yeah, relatively small state. <laughs> but yeah. um, what were your top Texas. three? Uh, what were you like? Because I know you went to a couple, right? I went to six. So my top Great. three. So exactly. So I'll do my top three. My top three were um, Atrevida Brewery, which is completely Latino owned. Badass. Um, completely Latino owned. Completely. Everybody who worked there is Latino. It was fucking awesome. I got to talk with like the people there. They're really cool. Those actually have my favorite beers too. Um, Atrevida. Cool. I liked a Storybook Brewery. It's also in Colorado Springs. Um, oh my gosh, last one. The other one's from D- Denver. Um, Gnome. Oh my god, that was it. Something with gnome in it. I'm gonna check real quick. It's on my. I thought I'd remember it, but I don't. And the place, the, that place was like a sandwich shop slash brewery, so we got to get like food while we were there, which is nice. The Grateful Gnome. Sorry, those are the three places I liked a lot. Um, Ooh, so the first two was Colorado Springs. First, uh, the last one's in um, Denver. Uh, the beer that I liked the most, the okay, so after Vita ended up becoming like my place that I wanted to be out most of the time that I was there. Was it just um, the scenery or was it the beer? It, it's the beer. And just the fact like it was like, Hey, like I love Texas. Like I love like our breweries here, but there's right. one that I, that I can specifically say like is like completely Latino owned. Like every works there's Latino, like, you know, they're very big, like the Latino community over there. Um, Cause again, I was talking to him when I was there and I was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm from Texas, blah, blah. Like, and you know, and she was like, you know, like Mexicans and Latinos in general like love beer, so it just makes sense for us to make our own, right? Um, and so what they do, like they they make like they take like um, normal like European type beers and like add Latino twists to them. So one I had, um, what's it called in English? Uh, tamarindo, tamarind, I think is what they call it. Oh yeah. Um, so they had that. It was like a Belgian triple, and I don't know, pretty close as a Belgian triple. So. I was like, oh, it's tamarind though. Like, this is awesome. Okay, like, it's a little spicy. Like, just like, it's a nice little kick at the end. Tamarind's um, kind of more of like a, it's kind of like a, like a spice, like a, yeah. a, a kind of like an earthier sort of spice, right? Yeah. Or, or, yeah, it's kind of, or uh, almost like, almost gingery, like, yeah. kind of taste to it. Right on. Yeah. What, what were the other kind of like European Mexican style kind of thing, or Latino style? I so say. they had a, they had a Hefeweizen. Okay. Yeah, Hefeweizen, right? So I was like, okay, sure. cool. Of course, I'm going to have a Hefeweizen. But the Hefeweizen had a, oh my God, what it had, it was called a Boricua, which is like, which is a Puerto Rican word. It's a Puerto okay, Rican, cool. It's what they call themselves. So it's like, shout to JJ. But, uh, <laughs> it's called Boricua and it has, um, oh my God, what it, had? it had like lemon peels, orange zest. Or, orange zest. Cool. Um, so like a Hefeweizen is like banana based. Right. So it had a little bit of banana, but also had like orange and like, just like. Almost sounds like, tropical. Yeah, lighter. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, they definitely, like, made a Hefeweizen more into, like, a, like, Latino, like, Caribbean, like, style thing. So that was awesome. Uh, actually, right I, got a four pack, I got a four-pack of that. It's in my fridge now. Beautiful. Because uh, I just had to get it. And, and the thing about them is, like, obviously the weather's a lot nicer. Like, it's a lot drier. Um, 
they have seasons. It's, yeah, it's cooler naturally. And uh, so over there, what they were doing, because originally we were just going to go and, you know, obviously because of COVID and everything, we we're just going to go grab beer and leave. But when we went, we saw like all the windows were open, all the doors were open. It was a cool breeze. Um, we were like the only person in most of these breweries, um, except for Denver. Denver had a couple like little groups, but, you know, uh, we were really safe. Um, everything was closed off. Like they were like, hey, like you can't, you know, if you're going to get up and go to the bathroom, wear a mask. If you can get up and go to the bar, wear a mask. Uh, sure. The only, if you're going to even talk to the bartenders, wear a mask, like, because they'll come and like, because right now they'll like waitresses, they'll come and like check you out and stuff like that. Sure. But like, they won't even come to you unless you're wearing your mask. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, a social thing and stuff like that. So totally. Um, but I mean, it was cool though, man. Like I liked it a lot. I can't wait to visit again, hopefully under better circumstances. And totally. I was even thinking that, you know, the MFFL should probably take a trip out there, you know, in a couple of years, in a year or two, whenever things are cleared out, we can just. We'll, we'll crowdfund out it. together. We'll make it work. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. go out there. Maybe, uh, See if there are any like Denver, Denver Nugget fans or even Mavs fans out there who want to hang totally. out and just like hang well, out. Well, I mean, so. is there a root? Is there a Reddit? Uh, Reddit Denver Nuggets? Or? Uh, I mean, there is a subreddit, but there isn't like a Twitter account. But uh, I know Denver Nuggets we'll, Twitter we'll is pretty out. pretty big though. So right on. We'll 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 take a trip to the Mile High City. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we all need to go out to some sort of brewery. We'll we'll probably plan some events, something or yeah. rather, once that is safe to do so. Or at least a place to have like food and like other liquor other other types of alcohol for people who totally don't drink beer. So sure. Sure, absolutely. Uh I wanted to give a shout since we're talking about beer at the moment, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh Armadillo Aleworks. Uh they're out of Denton, Texas. Um, uh, a good buddy of mine, Mr. Bobby Mullins. Shout out, Bobby. Uh, I know basically every Texas brewery is having a really, really hard time right now, uh, specifically with the uh, the restrictions. Uh, pretty much tap rooms have a really hard time uh, regulation-wise because of they're sometimes classified as bars, even though yeah. they're a lot they're usually less populated. They usually have more outdoor seating than a lot of bars do. They're kind of lumped into certain categories depending on certain zones, whatever. So they're being forced to shut down despite being on the safer side, like what you were talking about with your Colorado yeah. breweries. Um, so if you guys have a chance, please check out Armadillo Aleworks. You can purchase stuff online. You can do the curbside thing. I know Denton isn't quite Dallas, um, but they have – you can find their beer everywhere. I know in Dallas, um, they have the, uh, I think they have like the green belt. Uh, they have the breakfast, uh, they have a breakfast stout. That's absolutely insane. Yes, I've had that one. Um, yeah, they've had, uh, yeah, they have a really great, uh, Amber ale. Uh, they are, they're so there's, they're a great beer, but they're also a great company. Even if, if you don't even like, beer and you're still wanting to support local businesses that are having a hard time uh going to the website and like ordering a t-shirt or anything like that that goes straight to that brewery like i look at it this way even if you're not a, a beer connoisseur and you just want to support local businesses and have a place to go and hang out to and just have like a cool patio experience i'd say breweries are the places that you're wanting to support right now and they are in desperate need of your help so uh, armadilloaleworks.com that's i just wanted to shout them out because I, I know those people personally and i think even if if you're not in denton uh you can find a way of supporting them uh thinking about you bobby appreciate you guys uh this this was not an official sponsor i just really want to like breweries have been where i've met some of my favorite people um, it's not the same thing as meeting people at bars. There's a lot more stronger sense of community. Uh, and that's something I'm really wanting to push forward. Uh, since we have our listener base, I know we, we talk mainly hoops and uh, weird shit, <laughs> but I really want to start pushing some support for breweries. Uh, yeah. Grant, do you have anything to add beer wise? Um, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I, uh, as soon as the Mavs are, are out of it, I'm actually going to Colorado. Right on. So that so that would be in October. Uh yes. <laughs> but I will not be going to any breweries, I doubt. I will be going to other places. Yeah, but I might I might have you go pick up something for me. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Cool. Some, yeah. some beer, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, actually you're, yes. <laughs> exactly yes about. You're you're going to have some internationally legal products that we want you to bring back with you. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I would <laughs> like some sour patch kids. 
don't know that uh, brewery, but I'll look into it for you. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll send you a directory. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, first, a word from our sponsors, guys. Let's get, we'll get to questions right after this. Hey guys, let's talk grooming. And if we're talking grooming, we're talking about manscaped.com. Start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. My eyes water up just hearing the word tug. The engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new, the improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. Last thing you want to be doing is tripping over a cord while you're trimming your bad boys. They're not bad. I don't mean to shame your balls. Don't shame your balls. Shave your balls. And you can shave your balls for 20% off, plus free shipping, with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Okay, guys. So we are back. And as always, we have questions. Uh, we have a lot of good questions this week. Um, we literally spent like 20 minutes discussing what we want to talk about because trying to make some more streamlined, trying to make sure we have our answers already set in stone in our heads, you know, before we, uh, before we answer. Um, because again, you guys throw us curveballs like every fucking week, which is great. We love it. Like love keeping on, keeping us on our toes. So, um, okay. First question comes from James, James Grambo, uh, wild boy on mouse Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has a very, very uh, calm question though. Thank God. Uh, if you can recast any movie with each member of the Mavs, what movie would it be and how would you cast it? So I've thought about this. I thought about this for exactly one minute because I already okay. knew exactly what my answer was going to be. Okay. It's a fucking cheat because whatever, but I don't care. But uh, I would recast uh, 12 Angry Men Ooh. with the Mavs. Okay. Just easy, bro. So that's you good. can't handle the ball. Exactly. Just like, you know, like, I just want to see, like, Bobo just going off the handle, you know, and just like, <laughs> you know, or like Dwight and Max just like arguing about, like, just the semantics of what's a foul, what isn't a foul, and shit like that. So. <laughs> uh, I would recast, uh, I, so it's technically not a roster. I got, I got two answers I think, I think would be fun. Um, I think uh, we could do what was that Danny DeVito, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Oh my God! Where they're brothers. Twins uh, I believe it's twins, called right? "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." No, it's, twi- it's, like <laughs> it's twins. twins. Yeah, it's twins, but just replace it with uh, JJ Brea and Boban. Just that'd Easy. be just too fun. Yeah, they're twins. Um, that's that's just that's a little bit off the now. What I would really like to see is uh, Donnie Nelson uh, in The Shining, and he is Jack Jack. Uh, Jack Nicholson's character. Yeah. So it's just like awesome. uh, all Giannis and no draft makes him a dull boy. And he's just <laughs> running around with an ax chasing after Mark Cuban. I should have told you. And then he like, you know, puts yeah. himself in the bathroom <laughs> and then he comes in with an ax. Here's Donnie. There we go. That's, Fuck yeah. That's perfect. That's, that's that works awesome. out exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what Grant, about you, yeah. Grant? Got any good cast? Dude, I don't, I don't know how to follow that up. I also don't watch movies, but uh, to go off of uh, Reddit Mavericks, what he said, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I've never seen this movie, but I've heard about the uh, Magnificent Magnificent Six. Is that a movie? Sure. Yes. yes. All right. Cool. Well, the Magnificent <laughs> Six are obviously the five starters, um, and then Maxi Kleber, Seth Corey, whoever you bring off the bench. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah uh, a, a comedic western with all of them. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Our next question was one of the ones that we probably should have uh, done more research on, but whatever. <laughs> it comes from Mavs Network. Mavs Network, you always ask fucking great questions. Absolutely. Shout out, Mavs Network. Um, what's your starting five plus six man of the post-championship pre-Luka Mavs? So from the 2011-2012 season through the 27-2018 season. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we should probably just do this as a group. Okay, cool. Unless we already have something. Unless you guys already have uh, one set up. I have like three different lineups. Oh, shit. Okay, I want to hear yours then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so lineup. I love it. My, my... <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with Dennis Smith. I love okay, it already. Okay. Cool. OJ Mayo. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, with small forward man. We're playing small ball, so we're going Jason Terry. Oh, shit. Ooh. Wait, okay. I guess he was on... Yeah, he was, he was on the post-lockout. Uh, yeah. Mavs post lockout. Yeah, so okay, yeah. 
That's right. Um, power forward, we're going. We're going Elton Brand. Interesting. Okay. Ooh, not, 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 not Stoudemire? At center, we're going with Dirk. Ooh. Okay. Oh, no Tyson? Uh, well, our sixth man is going to be Hassan Whiteside, Mavs Network's favorite player. So. Oh, my God. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I think he's a good Tyson replacement. Fuck <laughs> <Not> you. <laughs> You're such an asshole, dude. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. I'll throw one out there. I'll, I'll follow. I'll go DSJ Monte Ellis because size doesn't matter, folks. Yeah, um, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Neither I will turnovers. Say, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I will say uh, – I loved having like Chandler Parsons when he was like locked in pre-injury Chandler Parsons was really fun. I thought he was pretty damn good. Um, I would still, I think 2013 Dirk was still really good up, up and fight. Like he yeah. was still a good, like he could be a still pri- primary scorer. And I'd throw Brendan Wright in there. I thought he was one of our best, Ooh, like okay. pick and roll, like pretty good rim defender. Just guys like what, what's my job? Catch the oop pass. Got it. All right. That's what I want. Like <laughs> You sound like one of them analytic guys. <laughs> that last one. I just what love about six man. Six man? Oh, let's go. Well, it's not I gonna mean, be. Uh, uh no, I was thinking Chris Kamen. No, absolutely not. Um <laughs> let's go. I'm trying to think. Good spark off the bench. I got Jose Calderon, dude. That's six. Calderon. Okay, I'll take Calderon. Yeah, guys. Seth Curry technically defense. was on the Mavs before. Didn't oh, that's right. Though, so. Damn, he was. Probably Seth Curry then. Yeah. yeah, Seth Curry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pre. Yeah, pre Luca. Because that's yeah, those good. Yeah, that was pretty good with it. The great answers. All right. Let's see, next question comes from Justin. This is okay. What should I do with the three months I'm going to have after I get this vertebrae? Fusion surgery, holy shit! Yeah. That I can't work. Y'all want to play D and D? Damn, dude. For one thing, hopefully, I'm hoping that that surgery goes well and yeah, speed recovery because that shit does not sound fun at all. Um, secondly, yes, I would like to play D and D. Actually, before COVID happened, I was supposed to go play D and D. Just at um, oh, this is weird. Now I think about it because they're not together anymore. Uh, my fiance's best friend and her husband at the time. Sure. Uh, you know, they invited us to go play and obviously that never happened because COVID. But uh um what should you do though in the three months? Uh if you can, obviously watch basketball when you can. Yep. Um listen to this podcast is another option. Yeah. Um, we we will be there the entire time during your yeah, recovery, bud. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And you can just keep us updated too, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um what else could you do? Uh read books, I guess. I know I would say Grant's yeah. not a good, big fan, but read books. <laughs> yeah, I would say three months. Like, I bet you could get, I bet you could read a series in that time. Like, oh, if you're probably, just yeah. like find something cool, like anything that you felt like, you know, I've always wanted to get to that. Like, start a show, start to finish. Like, I will say though, there's something about reading a series of books or reading a book from start to finish that I feel super accomplished afterwards. I just feel smarter, even if it's nonfiction. Like, even if it's a bad book, I'm just like, you know what? I, I just got, speaking of D&D, every time that I do something like read a book, uh, I feel like, all right, plus one intelligence. Like, that's how I have to like <laughs> feel of it that way. So you can build up your charisma and your intelligence and all those uh, victory saving throws that you do whenever someone challenges you online, you'll be even smarter and more powerful. You will take on the mystic powers that is online debate. <laughs> You will grow. You'll be more powerful than before. That's my contribution to this conversation. Okay. You, you have any uh, <laughs> any any options for you, Grant? Uh, so definitely recover. Uh, you can always listen to Hoops and Half of Eisen's podcast. I definitely recommend. Uh, whenever basketball does roll around, I'm gonna start uploading uh, myself and Squish, our good friend Squish, who we talked about earlier, are gonna start uploading a lot more onto the uh, MFFL's YouTube channel. Uh, hopefully daily, so you can definitely check that out. Uh, but if we're playing D and D, I'm down if it's Fallout themed. Oh, well, is a Fallout themed D and D? We can make it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My brain is a Fallout reference, so we can, we can figure it out. <laughs> good question, Justin. Brought to you by Nuka Cola. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Good question, Justin. I hope you feel better, man. Yeah, get Just better. Let's know how it goes, man. All right, let's see. Uh, next one comes from Grace. Our good friend Grace. Good friend Grace. Asks us, being in the bubble right now until we win the 2020 championship versus 
being at every single playoff game in 2011. Oh, I think to go 2011 on this one. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The bubble's cool in the sense that I'm just happy that basketball's happening, and it would be cool to be one of the only people that's not an official NBA person in the bubble. But God, 2011, like the energy. I I don't realize how much I miss crowds or like how much I miss people. Like when I see someone yeah. even in a mask, I'm just like, oh, another person. Like so to like be in a full AAC. Um, Oh, funny AAC moment. Mavericks go to the finals, and you, my sister and my myself, are talking about that. Dad, we got to go to one of these games. He's like, "All right, like I'm gonna camp out at like Ticketmaster. We're gonna get, we're gonna find a way of going to this game." We're like, "Okay." We get the text. I got the tickets. Got four of them. We're like, "Holy shit!" We were about to go to a Dallas Mavericks finals game. My dad bought four parking passes. He did not buy the tickets, and of course, they oh, were <laughs> so someone, someone didn't get a parking that night. Well, well, well he he returned it immediately. He's just oh, like, well, but also, Wait. parking passes were one hundred and twenty fucking dollars. Ooh, like Jesus, he thought, man. like he was getting the tickets, and rightfully so for those prices. But yeah, he could. Yeah, we did not go. Yeah, that's crazy. It's okay. Um, I listened to the Mavericks twenty eleven finals victory, the game six, uh, in the car on XM radio coming home from Bonnaroo. So it was a pretty Ooh, cool summer. Holy shit. That was like, that was a damn good summer. I'll tell you that much, guys. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I'll go 2011. <laughs> yeah. Great, honey. Uh, I will, there will never be another Mavs game that, that was the Lakers sweep. So I don't, mm, yeah. I have to go 2011. As much as I love KP and Luca, there will never, ever, ever be another there will Beat never down. be another 36 stopping Lakers from a three-peat game. So, yeah. God, so, awesome. go. so good. Uh, so next question is for – I'm going to let uh, Don answer this one. Sure. Um, it's not really a question, though. But okay. um, it's from Gumby. He asks, you think MKG is good because he is good? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Next one. All right, next question. Um, this is a good one. I like this one a lot. It's from Jonas. Um, Jonas asks, which country would you like to travel to and visit? And he also adds, besides Slovenia. Um, so hmm. a country I'd re- like to visit, uh, I really want to go to Asia in general, but specifically Japan. So yeah. that's like my country. So Absolutely. Uh, two off the top of my head, I'd say I would concur with Japan uh, just because there's just so many different cool cultural things there uh, as far as what you can experience, but also been really wanting to go to New Zealand. I would love to go to a New Zealand basketball game specifically because they're Ooh, actually, like the, their well, local league. Yeah, because that's actually becoming a, a bigger and bigger league. And they're, that's awesome. they're what's cool about it is like they're basically being the front runner for uh, guys that are coming out of high school that don't want to do the one and done university oh, right, thing. Yeah. They're like, Hey, you get to be paid. You're going to pretty much do whatever you want. Cause you'll be immediately the best player on the team. And you'll be like on a beautiful Island. That's super cool. Like, it's like, it's a lot different than like playing in Greece where you're playing near like a farm or whatever. Like <laughs> uh, there's the, sometimes the uh, amenities in some of those European leagues is, is pretty st- Darkly different. Yeah, um, it's a bit of a culture shock for a lot of guys. So, uh, New Zealand would be off the top of my list. Not to mention, I'm like big Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. So, you just get to do all the nerdy sightseeing I'd like. But you, Grant, where would you like to visit? Um, I've never even been out of the country before. So, Grant, same here. I don't. I've never. I've hardly been out of Texas except for uh, my my one year of dreaming to be a, a NASCAR driver where I went and lived in North Carolina. I've never left Texas really. So I'd probably stay pretty close by and go to Mexico. All but, right, bro. I'll let you know. Right. Let you know. Where we're, <laughs> we're going together. Then. That's it. That's all right. Bet. <laughs> yeah, right. Going, bro. Get the passports, boys. But yeah. uh, if, uh, if things in America don't uh, don't brighten up soon, I, I would like to not live here. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say Canada is looking more and more appealing. I'm just, I don't care how much I'm taxed. Canada, the Netherlands, uh, anywhere but here. Yeah. It's looking fairly rough. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from sure. Ghostface Drill. He asks, 
how would you feel if the NBA remained without fans for five years, but the Mavs won three championships in that time span? Uh, I ta- I'll take three championships. No yeah, I'll take it, bro. Go. I will take it, dude. I, does a championship, a championship, bro. Like, right. I will take it, but hopefully by then there's a vaccine. So, yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I don't take the doom and gloom of just like, this is the new normal and this is where everything's yeah. going to go. It's like, you know, I think – I think the information that comes out literally changes every two weeks as far as like the severity or the, uh, you know, the numbers. And it's just like the only way I can feasibly stay sane during this entire process is looking at every bit of news in two week chunks and see and track progress from that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, we're not going to know what happens in, in a month from now. And I don't know, I'm maybe, maybe I'm just naive and optimistic, but I don't think 2021 is going to be no fans. I think, I think, I think, I think we'll be fine. I think, I think we will have fans in the stands by 2021, but that's just me giving some people a very slight glimmer of hope. (laughs) There's enough crap out there guys. To touch on your glimmer of hope, Mark Cuban himself said that he thinks there will be a widely available vaccine by Thanksgiving. So I think if if that's true, then why there's no reason we wouldn't at least have fans. Right. next calendar year sure. yeah, maybe 2020 we're like let's relax let's play you know 15 20 games without fans and then we'll start letting them in or let them yeah. in in small bunches at yeah first. so yeah yeah we'll see though let's see next question comes from rootage and he gave a really good question that i think tripped up uh <laughs> tripped up grant because he did read it right but it's whatever <laughs> um so wait well he, i don't remember what it was <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. i got you don't which among these is least likely to happen in the bubble mm. one luca averages a 30 point triple double in a playoff series two bobon averages more than one three-pointer made per game three trey burke drops 25 in one of the eight seating games four both seth and and Tim Hardaway Jr. exceed their regular season three-point percentage. He also says for us to safe safe. Oh, yeah. appreciate yeah. you, Rutuj. Yeah, good good hearing from you. I mean, the least likely has got to be Boban more than one three a game. I mean, yeah, like, it hurts, it, was, my, yeah. I, it hurts me to say it, but it's also just like if Boban's out there, you know, averaging three threes a game, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is the secret weapon that Carlisle's been like, all right, unleash the Boban from outside. But, and now he like just um, shoots over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so far, all of Boban's threes is where he's just left alone. He's just like, well – I guess I'll make this bucket. Like and a lot of times, like towards the end of a game, like totally. when, it's already, when it's already like out of reach or whatever. It, like, it's like a parlor trick where you're like, I do a great impression of this person. Like, it's like, yeah. it's not like the thing you lead with. It's the thing that's like, well, when everything else is bored, let's try yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, I think that one would be like the most, like the least likely to happen. Sure. I do think like the three point percentage is also an interesting one. Um, I mean, they are was, pretty damn good. They are pretty damn good. But, you know, like, I think three-point percentages, like, it, they just fluctuate, you know. Sure. They can fluctuate so much. And also, these guys haven't played, like, real NBA minutes. You know? I know. But, like, but I also while, think so. just, like, with with how much defensive attention KP gets and just how goddamn good an offensive creator Luka is, if these guys are hitting wide-open shots, they're they're damn good players. I can see them sustaining their, their yeah. hilarious free – or, sorry – three-point percentages throughout throughout the regular season at least especially since the regular season looks like oh, sorry, games. eight games so i mean there's a good chance that they could greatly improve it if they don't miss you know if they only miss like yeah. three shots each or something silly so uh and also i think trey burke at any like because any professional basketball player can go off out of nowhere yeah hell, and he has yeah he's done it already so yeah. uh i believe in you trey burke or what do you think what do you think grant so i think y'all are Y'all are right. The Boban hitting a three a game is probably the least likely, but um, so so with the percentages, I have to I have to dwell on this. I want our guys Timmy and Curry to shoot a lot more threes than they were shooting in the regular season. So mm-hmm. I think it'll go down uh, because I think Just they're going to shoot more. Uh, I but I think KP and Luca will both go up in three point percentage because you have those guys shooting way more threes than probably KP. Well. Probably Luca. Hopefully Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think KP and Luca will rise, and Timmy and Seth might fall. And even if they 
fall like 0 0.01 that's still incredible because they're both shooting yeah uh kp or, or uh seth is shooting 61 percent from the between the baseline or between the top of the key and the right corner and oh, yeah. uh tim hardaway Jesus, is shooting dude. 50 51 from the right corner so god damn dude <laughs> It's like we're the number one offensive in, in the league, you know? Like know. of all time or something. I know. <laughs> I also no, love how much no. of a homer podcast we are. They're just like, we're just like 30-point triple-double? Yeah, Lucas got that. Yeah, it's got it. It's easy. Yeah. Not all year. Hey, nothing. All right, let's go. All right, next question comes from Lane. Sure. Lane asks, what is the single worst movie you sat all the way through, hoping it would get better but didn't? So my answer for this one is uh, – I think it was like late 2000s. Um, okay. Dragon Ball Evolution came out. Ooh. And okay. I love Dragon Ball Z. Like, Dragon Ball Z is like one of the first like animes that I really got into. Sure. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, like, I heard, I saw the reviews. I was like, oh, like, it's terrible, terrible, blah, blah. I was like, right. it can't be that bad. You know, I was thinking, like, it can't be that bad. Was that but the live bro, action one? Yeah, yes. it's the, yeah, it's the live ah, action yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that one. So I was like, oh, dude, I, I might as well. Like, I was, you know, I'm like 17, 18. Like, I might as well go see the movie. <laughs> and I go, and I'm like, it's horrendous, bro. Like, the editing's bad, the acting's bad, the the, the um, right. special effects are bad. Like, the story doesn't make any sense. Like, just like all around, I was like, damn, dude. And it's funny because my fiance loves like terrible movies. Sure. Like, she to watch. She thinks it's hilarious just to watch them. Okay. And I'm just like, and she's like, can you watch this? Can we watch this? Can we watch this? And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to watch this again. Like, I refuse to watch this again. Like. She's brought up like you know if you've looked it up like on our Roku and like just she's like oh it's only like three bucks on Amazon like that's way too much money like, <laughs> no like it's like that's I, the one movie where I did I couldn't get I think like, I sat through thinking maybe there'd be like some glimmer of hope but nah dude couldn't do any like, I refuse to watch ever again I, I'm I'm with your fiance here I think there is there's something to be said about uh experiencing a really crappy movie together to make fun of it. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, and it's, it's, it's like, it's always like in a top 10 for comedies is the flop house. And they talk about movies that have just flopped either uh, critically or, uh, you know, in the box office or whatever. And they have a really good category for it where it's just like, is it a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, uh, or a movie you kind of liked. And yeah. like the, I've watched a lot of, good bad movies like the toxic avenger where it's just so gross and like or uh what's what's really funny is like uh peter jackson who did all the lord of the rings movies yeah. like if you look at any of his movies prior to lord of the rings it's kind of shocking that he got hired to take on like a to do lord of the rings to do lord of the rings because like dude it's like splatter zombie films like at one point a guy goes through a horde of zombies with a lawnmower like it's in like and it's like it's not like gross and well it's yeah. totally gross it's a gross yeah. out thing but it's like he just turns zombies into like smoothies like it is like the biggest splatter what gross out kind of thing it's so like and watching through that is an experience of like wow this is just the like how is this a movie kind of kind of yeah. movies and I, I have a whole lot of fun with those uh to me the worst movies are the ones that are taking themselves so seriously or where they're so they're such a rip off of something else that it's just like nothing seems genuine. Um, I think for me, one that I thought was so, I can only, like, I, I'm sure there's worse movies I've watched, but um, I recently watched Equilibrium with Christian Bale. Um, and it was based, it's just like a kind of a shittier Matrix. Like, it's the same concept, but it's like, tries to go for this whole, like, this weird it's supposed to be bigger than it is, or it's like supposed to be smarter than it is, yeah. but it's really just a platform for him to karate fight. It's so dumb. There's so much like matrix ripoff bullshit. I'm yeah. just like, I'm in a black trench coat and I'm going to shoot guns. And like, I'm the cyber, you know, agent, whatever. I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> it's so goddamn bad. And it's just like, it's, it's movies that take themselves so seriously. Like I'm all like, Hey, execute your bad idea. Just like, like shoot him up, which is just, hey, what if we just have, you know, Clive Owen running around shooting things, like turning off light switches with a gun or whatever. Like, <laughs> like let's go with that. So, yeah. <laughs> Grant, do you have any, any movies that you uh, have seen that you hate? Which, wait, which one's the oh, worst of the Cars movies? Cars 2 for sure. And that's what I was going to say. But then I remembered 
there's a pl- there's a movie called Planes. Yes, it's, I've it's heard of just the- like Cars. <laughs> Holy fuck, it was so bad. It was so bad. I was going to say this. Cars 2 cuz oh. Cars 2 like uh, it meant a lot to me going into the theater and then I was like, what the fuck? Like this sucks. But It's like the first bad planes. Pixar movie, right? It really planes. is. I think really I don't know what Pixar movie. I don't know what different Pixar movies or what, but I know that Planes was ass. Yes. Well, there was, there's like a whole, there's like a, a, a movie studio that is literally just, it, it's Rip just off, trying to find, yeah, yeah there's, uh, my favorite was uh, Atlantic Rim. Yes, I was about to it's say just like, they're, 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 that's, that's not a thing. It's just literally just like the crappiest. Pacific like, Rim. Trans, yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like shitty CGI that looks like it was built on a 2002 Mac. Like, oh, it's so funny. Fucking, I love Pacific Rim too. That show was fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Yeah. Right, so see, next, next, see, next question comes from Charles. Sure. Charles asks, if you had to room with one of the Mavs in the bubble, who would you pick? Hmm. So, I think I know, like, the big answer is going to be the biggest guy in the room. Sure. But, uh, for me, I'm going to try to get a little different. I really would like to room with, like, Maxi or Dwight, mm-hmm. just Max- because those guys, those guys are hilarious. <laughs> like yeah, I have found out during this bubble, like Dwight's always been a little goofy, but like he's like start, him and Maxi together just like turn it up a crazy notch. Where it's just totally everything they do is hilarious. So it have to be one of those two guys, I think. I would want to go with Maxi because I would just feel so insecure about myself because he is just the most handsome man, and now that he's tan, he's just a power that I don't think any. <laughs> any human can resist how gorgeous he is now. And it's just like, I don't want a room with perfection. I want someone that makes me feel better about myself. And I think JJ is the perfect wingman. I think gotta go JJ Barea, not just because of the similar height and stature, but also the fact that I think he he seems to be a guy that will just help you believe in yourself and just be like, nah, bro. Shave it, shave it to a mustache. You'll look fucking kick ass. Like there's something about <laughs> JJ that he would be the person that's just like, no, you could totally ramp off that with a dirt bike. Like he would be the person that encourages you to go for it. Who would you pick, uh, Grant? Um, so you can edit my response out if you want. No, I'm go ahead. we're leaving it in. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my guns. Um, I'm very worried about the COVID-19 stuff and the spread of it. So I'm gonna go with uh, Dwight Powell because I know he probably couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> uh, you fucking bastard <laughs> I love how this has become like your bit yeah. just... Dwight Powell if you're listening Please shoot threes and make them <laughs> oh, God, I no. will forgive you for everything If you if you shoot above 35% next year I will literally send this to him <laughs> <laughs> We'll at Dwight Powell Yeah we'll see if he listens yeah. Dwight if you're listening Come on the podcast bro like, Yeah bro roast so... me I don't yeah. care that's the, that's the whole that's the whole show anyway. You, come well, block him. Have... Come block him in real life. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hoop, dude. Try to block this floater. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Next question comes from Oh lord. Next question comes from uh, Matthias. Um Matthias asks, who would win a matchup between a Berea-sized Boban and a Boban Boban-sized Berea? Um the Berea-sized Bo I think we discussed it one time, but uh Manchester still sticks with the uh Boban size Berea because yeah, no question. I mean, he's just got the fight. Berea's feisty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've answered something similar to this before, but I think just just the the PTSD of the Bynum hit, but now put him in the size of someone that's basically <laughs> Bynum size is a a, a, a a physical <laughs> tenacity we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, like it's. <laughs> Could you imagine Berea being the size of Boban playing basketball, though? <laughs> well, imagine this, though. So, imagine LeBron like... is shaking in his boots right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call this LeBron's nightmare. Uh, so, with, so, imagine J.J. Berea going down the lane, gets clocked by Bynum, just like what happens, uh, and then Super Mario style, like once he eats the mushroom, like, eats the mushroom. turns into Boban size. Like, at that point, uh, he just breaks Bynum in half. And then makes him. That's it, bro. Oh gets, yeah, just crumbles him up into a ball, league. and yeah, crumbles him up into a ball, throws him into space. That's like, yeah. And gets banned from the league because he gets yeah. money. <laughs> Boban, Boban Berea, man, that is just a combination. Uh, yeah, this might be say? the fucking title of the, of the of the podcast this week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last question comes from Mark Jackson. 
Not the Mark Jackson. Not the uh, yeah. That's I think it's my uncle Mark Jackson. Yeah, yeah I think Don's uncle, which is awesome. Yes. So yeah. hello, uncle. Um, Shout out, Mark. So uh, he asked, "Will there be crowd noise pumps into the arenas?" Um, no, right? Like they're so, technically so, not. So not. I don't think something that the the players can hear, but I do know they're going to be doing this cool like digital screen. We we kind of mentioned it earlier. Like they're going to be kind of doing like a. Kind of what they did with the NFL draft where they had like a group of people that mm-hmm. were like webcamming or whatever or Zooming. Or, I, I don't know exactly how they're broadcasting it, but they are going to have some means of like fans' reactions in live time, not just like – it, it seems like a pretty cool idea. I like the – and uh, I like to see – I mean, NBA is always finding ways of being innovative. And so far, it is the least jarring of the – uh, different sports like yeah. uh, I think I said before see I was really really skeptic of this working out after watching Wrestlemania with no fans because that was just weird. man what a weird experience of just like uh, just hearing the guys talk to one another or actually the entrances were probably the funniest <laughs> part because it's just like just a, just yeah. really loud aggressive music but basically silent. So it's just like, this is just a muscle man in a costume yeah. sauntering mm-hmm. to work. Like it's not, it's not nearly as fun without the booze or the cheers or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they will be finding some way of, of crowd of participate or having the crowd participate uh, in yeah. the games, which I think is immensely important. And I'm really yeah, excited for it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm really excited again. I've been, I'm trying to talk to see if Mark Cuban will let me, uh, you know, be part of that old thing i think it'd be cool like if the, he totally. kind of kept it to like because i feel like twitter we're like the most vocal yeah i have like all of like the social medias when it comes to totally anything mavs and i think it just it'd be cool to have like mostly people from mavs twitter where just like totally. hey i know you are hey i you know stuff like that and just like we could even like getting can we like get chance like you know organized and stuff like that and actually kind of make it more almost like a like a soccer football type of experience where just like you're doing chants or doing like all these crazy things and kind of like maybe even trying to throw like the team off, you know, and stuff like that. So, totally. You know, um, Hey, James Harden. Yeah. Just like, you know, like shoot it coward. Like just like just mm-hmm. random shit, you know, like I wouldn't cuss, I would keep it very PG, but sure. you know, yeah. Don't sell team. Mark Cuban. If you're listening, do, do not let me do this. Yeah. yeah. Don't let him do it. Yeah. yeah. He can't handle himself. Listen, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll why, be why do you think I don't tweet during games? <laughs> that's actually true this, this actually, I've asked him to tweet from the MFLs before and he's like no someone would be upset with me yeah so we're not gonna uh, the, the, the MFFL's twitter account is just the word fuck nine times for some reason they're going off about Dwight Powell for some reason <laughs> uh, why, why are the MFFL's talking about NASCAR all of a sudden I know <laughs> like, and Cars 3 <laughs> Like, why they switch over? <laughs> like, Cars 3 is the best threequel of all time. Oh, that's a fucking take. Okay. Better, better than Return of the Jedi. Goddamn. Wow. Okay. Which <laughs> one was that? Which episode? Uh, don't, don't worry about it. That's uh, uh, technically episode six, but that's beside the point. I'm showing my nerd. Hey guys, we had a little technical glitch with our Zoom call. Uh, thankfully, it happened towards the end of the recording. We got all of our questions in, so I just wanted to thank every one of our listeners for. Uh, one for listening, uh, two for subscribing. Uh, any comments or questions directed towards us uh, at Reddit Mavs on Twitter. Um, he's the one that has the the biggest reach. That's usually the best way to contact us. Uh, just want to go ahead and sign off. Uh, I've been Don Denham. You can find me at at Don underscore Denham. Uh, shout out to Grant. He can be found at at Edmund the Slayer. And of course, our leader in chief. We got Ruben Reddit Mavs at Reddit Mavs. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening, guys.